Welcome to Palm Sunday Worship at St. John's. Today begins Holy Week for Christians around the world. Our worship this week begins in triumph as we remember Jesus making his way into Jerusalem with crowds waving palm branches, welcoming him as king. Now, for many of you, waving your own palm branches is an important part of the, this Sunday's ritual. You probably don't have palm branches where you are right now, but we hope that you'll do the best that you can, waving anything you can get your hands on. Have fun with it. It's Palm Sunday after all. By the way, you may find it helpful to download a bulletin from our website so that you can participate fully in our worship this morning by singing the songs and participating in the prayers, following along with the dramatic reading of Jesus' passion and death. You may even want to light a candle to mark our time together as sacred time. So let's join the men and women, girls and boys who spread their cloaks and palm branches on the road, shouting that first Palm Sunday, Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Let us pray. Everlasting God, in your endless love for the human race, you sent our Lord Jesus Christ to take on our nature and to suffer death on the cross. In your mercy, enable us to share in his obedience to your will and in the glorious victory of his resurrection, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The wayside was thick with flowers and the palm trees green with their heavy branches. Some of the crowd ran ahead and tore down those branches and carried them in triumph. Some spread them with their cloaks on the path as they would have done for a king. Now as the procession moved forward, they shouted in excitement and in joy, praise to David's son. God bless him who comes in the name of the Lord. Praise be to God. It was hard to imagine that the Messiah had come, but in Jesus they experienced all that the Messiah was said to be. They called him Lord, Rabbi, and Friend. They knew that he was a gift from God, proclaimed by the angels to be Emmanuel, God with us. They knew too that many were afraid. King Herod, Caiaphas, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, afraid of his growing influence and popularity. But none of that mattered. As Jesus rode into Jerusalem that day, the first Palm Sunday, when Jesus was hailed as King, 
He entered the holy city in triumph, surrounded by those who loved him. Finally, they thought, God's kingdom has come. They stood and cheered, Hosanna to the king, rejoice and sing. As Jesus rode into the city, those nearest to him noticed that his face was sad. There was little sign that here was an all-conquering, popular hero coming to lead his people in rebellion against Rome. Now, Jesus had tried so hard to make them understand that there was nothing of earthly power about the kingdom he preached, but they had already forgotten his warnings about what was going to happen this week. In fact, Jesus was the only one in this noisy, excited crowd who knew that the truth was utterly different from their own materialistic ideas. The truth meant that he would have to die on a cross to save the world from its sin.
On the first night of unleavened bread, when they sacrificed the Passover lamb, Jesus' disciples asked him, where will you have us go and prepare for you to eat the Passover? And he sent two of his disciples and said to them, go into the city and a man carrying a jar of water will meet you, follow him. And wherever he enters, say to the householder, the teacher says, where is my guest room? Where am I to eat the Passover with my disciples? and he will show you a large upper room, furnished and ready. There, prepare for us. The disciples set out and went to the city and found it as he had told them, and they prepared the Passover. When it was evening, Jesus and his disciples were at the Passover table eating, and Jesus said, Truly I say to you, one of you will betray me, one who is eating with me. They began to be sorrowful and to say to him, one after the other, is it I? Jesus said to them, it is one of the 12, one who is dipping bread into the dish with me. As they were eating, Jesus took bread, he blessed it and broke it and gave it to them saying, take and eat for this is my body. And he took a cup and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, this is my blood poured out for many. Truly I say to you, I shall not drink again of the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new in the kingdom of God.
After the Passover meal, Jesus and his disciples went to the Mount of Olives, and Jesus said to them, You will all fall away, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. Peter said, I will never leave you. And Jesus replied, Truly I say to you, this very night, before the cock crows twice, you will deny knowing me three times. But Peter said vehemently, even if I must die with you, I will never deny knowing you. And the disciples said the same. Then Jesus and his disciples went to the garden of Gethsemane. Jesus asked them to stay outside the gate so that he might pray alone. Remain here and watch, he asked. His voice, it sounded so anxious. He went into the garden alone and he fell to the ground crying out, Abba, Father, his breathing quickened. He could hardly control his next words, crying out, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. Then silence until he continued, Nevertheless, Father, not my will, but yours be done. He lay a while in perfect quietness, weak, empty, and exhausted. Finally, Jesus rose up, his legs trembling under the natural weight of standing. But he was able to make his way back to James, Simon, and John. When he came to them, his heart sank into deeper and deeper loneliness. Their bodies lay like sacks at the base of the tree. They were sleeping. Then Jesus saw a small firelight below him. At the foot of the Mount of Olives, he bent down to his disciples, shook them awake, and said, Get up and look. The hour has come. My betrayer is at hand. Suddenly Judas appeared, and with him a company of guards with smoking torches, swords, and clubs, together with the chief priests and the scribes and the elders. Judas spied Jesus and came close to his teacher. Looking into his eyes, he said, Master, and Judas kissed him. Then the guards grabbed Jesus and they seized him. One of the disciples yelled out in fear. This was proving to be a very large contingent of soldiers. The more they filled the area around Jesus, the more the disciples shrank backward. Jesus watched as terror overtook them and they fled. Some crept away, some dodged and raced away, but they all scattered, all of them, till no one was left and Jesus was completely alone.
they led Jesus to the home of the high priest, where all the chief priests and the elders and the scribes were assembled. Peter had followed at a distance, right into the courtyard of the high priest. He was sitting with the guards and warming himself at the fire while the council sought testimony against Jesus to put him to death. The high priest stood up and asked Jesus, have you no answer to make? But Jesus was silent and made no answer. Again, the high priest asked him, are you the Christ, the son of the most high? And Jesus said, I am. And you will see the son of man seated at the right hand of power and coming with the clouds of heaven. The high priest tore his garment and yelled out, why do we still need witnesses? You have heard his blasphemy. The guards covered Jesus's eyes and led him away. Peter was below in the courtyard when one of the maids of the high priest came. Seeing Peter warming himself, she looked at him and said, you were with that Nazarene, Jesus. He quickly denied it, but she persisted, causing Peter to frantically deny having any affiliation with Jesus. A bystander was listening in and said, you are one of them. You're a Galilean, just like the others. You know that man, Jesus. Peter yelled out, you're insane. I've never seen him before in my life. I don't even know who you're talking about. In the distance, one could hear a rooster crow. And suddenly, Peter remembered how Jesus had said to him that before the cock crows twice, you will deny me three times. And he broke down and wept. As soon as it was morning, Jesus was delivered to Pontius Pilate, the Roman governor. Pilate asked him, are you king of the Jews? Jesus answered, you have said so. The chief priest began to accuse him of many things and Pilate again asked, 
Have you no answer to make? But Jesus made no further answer. Now at the Passover, Pilate used to release for them one prisoner for whom they asked. Among the rebels in prison was a murderer, Barabbas. The chief priests stirred up the crowd to have Pilate release for them Barabbas rather than Jesus. But Pilate said to them, Then what shall I do with the man whom you call the king of the Jews? And they cried out, Crucify him! So Pilate, hoping to satisfy the crowd, released for them Barabbas and delivered Jesus to be crucified. Don't 
wall you won't kick down, lie you won't tear down, coming after me. There's no shadow you won't light up, mountain you won't climb up, coming after me. There's no wall you won't kick down, lie you won't tear down. The soldiers led Jesus away, clothed him in a purple cloak, and placed on his head a crown of thorns. They laughed, and they began to salute him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews. Then they thrust upon his shoulders a heavy wooden beam, forcing him to walk up the center of the street to a place called Golgotha, which means the place of the skull. And they crucified him there, hanging him upon a cross of execution. An inscription was placed above his head that read, The King of the Jews. When the sixth hour had come, there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour. And at the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Jesus then uttered a loud cry and breathed his last. When the Roman centurion, who stood facing him, saw that Jesus had breathed his last, he said, Truly, this man was the Son of God. When evening had come, since it was the day before the Sabbath, Joseph of Arimathea, a Pharisee and a respected member of the council, went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Joseph had brought with him a beautiful linen shroud. He carefully took Jesus down from the cross, lay him upon the white shroud, and wound the linen around him. He then carried Jesus to a tomb, which had been hemmed out of rock, and he rolled a stone against the door of the tomb. Silently, he returned home. There in God's garden stands the tree of wisdom, 
Let us pray for the church, the world, and all in need. God of mercy, all praise and thanks we give to you for your steadfast and enduring love. By your Spirit, give us courage to proclaim your hope so that we sustain those who are weary. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of mercy, quiet the earth where it trembles and shakes. Protect vulnerable ecosystems, threatened habitats, and endangered species. Prosper the work of scientists, engineers, and researchers who find ways to restore creation to health and wholeness. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of mercy, drive away fear and anger that cause us to turn against one another. Give courage to leaders that they may seek what is best for the common good. Bring peace and hope to those who are in prison. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of mercy, send your saving help to all who suffer abuse, insult, discrimination, or contempt. Heal the wounded. Comfort the dying. Bring peace to those suffering chronic or terminal illness. Tend to all who cry out for relief, especially those we name now. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of mercy, when we breathe our last, you raise us to eternal life. With all your witnesses in heaven and on earth, let us boldly confess the name of Jesus Christ, our resurrection and our hope. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Into your hands we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with comfort and give you peace. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.